The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The war on guns wages on. Unemployment numbers have reached a devastating all-time high. And for some idiotic reason, people are still buying Justin Bieber albums. But all hope isn't lost, for spring turkey season is upon us. Don't you play games with me. I want my turkey. (laughs) So calling spring turkeys, decoying spring turkeys, patterning spring turkeys, camouflaging yourself from spring turkeys, cooking spring turkeys, and if you haven't caught on by now, today's revolution is all about spring turkeys. And it's presented to you by Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com. And now, give it up for Jim and Trev. These two... Our sweethearts. It's just amazing to me what they know. All right, so let me get this right, Jimmy. We're talking about spring turkey hunting. <laughs> is that what he said? I was a bit obscure. I'm, I'm not too sure. Well, anyway, it's kind of like it was camouflaged in all that he said. Hey, that's a great transition. But we are talking about uh, spring turkey hunting. Thank you, Jimmy. Well, uh, let, right. let's talk about camouflage for a second for uh, turkey hunting. You know, you've got your regular two-dimensional camouflage, yeah, which is like real tree and mossy oak and uh, uh, moth wing camo, that oil rig crap. I mean, there's a lot of different camo patterns out there. And yes, they do work, but three-dimensional camouflage is something that is really catching on. I mean, think about it. snipers use it. It's um, Do they have a term for it? Ghillie suits. Ghillie suits. Okay. I'm sorry, I didn't say that, did I? No, you didn't. No, so let's talk about ghillie suits. But anyways, right now in Outdoor Life in the um, April 2013 issue, they have a great article. It's called Ultimate Concealment. And they teach you how to make your own ghillie suit. I think this is really cool because the main thing when it comes to turkey hunting you have to be very aware of is their eyesight. And the first thing that gives us away is our outline. And what a ghillie suit does... It breaks up the outline. It breaks up that outline. So here, here's a tip. It takes about half the day to make a ghillie suit. Not a big deal. Uh, just go to like a, a thrift shop. Or, or um, yeah. Listen to Macklemore on the radio and, and swing by your local thrift shop. Jim looks at me like, what? Um, or, or go to your uh, Army surplus store, correct? That's what I was trying to say. I'm sorry about that. All you have to do is get a used uh, BDU uh, uniform jacket. Like, like that triple color, green, black, brown kind of uh, yes. camo, the old style. The basic Army jacket. Right. They don't cost very much well, we're money. We're talking about something really cheap. Yeah, something really cheap that you don't mind poking holes and sewing crap on. Uh, then you got to get some burlap, some netting, some dental floss, and, and sewing needles and glue. And then you're going to need about four to eight pounds of material to make your ghillie suit. Now, once again, pick up the current issue of Outdoor Life. They'll walk you through the steps of how to do this. It doesn't take very long, and it's a very effective tool to help you when you're in the field. You bet. So, ghillie suits, check them out. Uh, Jim's wife, it's so cool. When she goes to Walmart or Dylan's or the she mall, wears it all the time. There, no, there's all these sightings. People say, I saw Bigfoot. <laughs> That's just her natural body. I mean, she has hairy arms. <laughs> it, 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 the good thing is, you're getting me in trouble. It repels ticks. <laughs> so, anyways, so in this week's Ram Power Block, we are talking about spring turkey hunting, Jimmy. Powered by Ram at ramtrucks.com. Hey, so we're going to hear from Gary Hurry of Dury Outdoors, plus phoning us at 785-846-7647. We'll be out to writer Will Brantley, M.D. Johnson, Lawrence Pine, and 
Unpro's Chance Award. All right, so Jim, I know you caught this. Last Tuesday was the season finale of King of the Spring on Outdoor Channel. And you know, right before the season finale, Mark kind of pulled ahead in points. Then he put it in second gear. But old Mad Dog, he just laid the death punch on (laughs) deeper than that last show. That was hard to watch. Squished him like a cockroach. He was an invasive species. Terry, though, Terry Drury, man, uh, it seems like you're, you're you're always the bridesmaid and never the bride, buddy. Anyways, welcome to the show. How's it going, man? It's going great, guys. I'll tell you what, uh, <laughs> they, they talk about humble pie. Well, we're eating a little bit of it here this morning. <laughs> well, I just think it, it's going to make Mark even a little more cockier. You know, he's already the younger brother and stuff, but now, I mean, dude, that was that was a brutal season finale. <laughs> It certainly was, and cocky is a good word for it. He's, he's full of that. He's full of it. It's much deserved, I will say. He no. uh, has proven once again his his uh, calling skills are far superior. Now, let's get to some of the, the tips real quick. Obviously, you guys are very uh, prolific turkey hunters. Let's run through a couple scenarios, especially for those guys and gals uh, that, that are newbies to the sport, Terry. Um, okay. L- let's cover calling first. It-, it seems like everybody gets out there. We call way entirely too much, or we don't call at all. W- what is some of your favorite tips and tactics for calling in the spring, buddy? Well, you know, we learned a long time ago, it's about climbing the ladder. Yeah. And we like to start off with some real, real soft calls, whether you're doing some tree yelp or whether you're doing some real, real soft, uh, you know, a hen assembly. Yeah. It's a matter of trying to create that dialect with that gobbler and let him know, you know, that you're there. Let him know that you're responsive and let him know that you're interested in him. But it's about trying to take their temperature. And it's easy to go up the ladder. It's hard to come down the ladder. If you throw that hard stuff at him first thing, uh, chances are you're going to lose him because sometimes it takes a while to get him in, particularly if you're hunting one of these stubborn old Easterns that uh, gets to his strut zone and he won't leave there. If you start and you throw everything at him, chances are you're not going to work him in. Yeah. If you start slow, you start soft, and you kind of build, you can arouse his interest and try and pull him in on, on a string or on a rope. A lot of times it works. A lot of times it don't. But be willing to change up. In, in our vest, we carry just a, uh, a bevy of different calls, everything mm-hmm. from friction calls to mouth calls to box calls. And uh, we'll throw everything at him if need be. You know, that, that kind of reminds me of something my grandpa said. It, you equate it to women, okay? Women are like uh-huh. a pot belly stove. They they heat up slowly, but they get really hot. <laughs> They're not like a microwave, you know? <laughs> you you got to take your time. And that's the truth when it comes to turkeys. I guess it depends where you're looking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, we're, we're here in the mid. We're here in the Midwest. We're out here in, in Northwest Kansas. It's like a pool table flat. Okay. Do you uh, do you like pop up blinds? Uh, is that something in your arsenal that you use? Absolutely love them. Yeah. Really. So often it's hard to find you know enough back cover to get by with any movement at all, and particularly when you're two guys trying to videotape everything, uh, you have to have some really really good back cover and front cover. You get inside of a ground blind and you black out. We turn everything inside out because we got black in there, and uh, you can get by with murder typically. And, and, you know, for, for whatever reason, deer are a little bit uh, suspect when they come Leary. in and they want to, you know, they want to check it all out. Turkeys, you know, will sometimes accept it almost instantly. And we use a lot of decoy placements. You know, depending on what time of the season we're approaching these birds, you know, we'll decide whether we're going to put a full-strut gobbler out there 
or maybe a uh, shady lady, which is a hen. Yeah. Uh, and and we go through the season, and we'll change that up just a little bit. But the ground blinds are perfect to get by with movement. Yeah. Now, before we go on with this interview, uh, Mr. Terry, if we want to find you guys online, find out more about uh, you and Mark and your whole team there, where can we find you guys online? Simply DruryOutdoors.com. It's really easy to get to. My son, Matt, is our brand manager, and he uh, fields every single email. We get several hundred a day, so he's in charge of uh, taking care of that part. Now, you, we talked a little bit about the pop-up blinds. <clears throat> now, out here, as I said, we're, we're pool table flat, and we had it last year where we had some uh, some toms that were out there strutting on top of like a, a little Noah, which we don't have too many of those, but it was next to impossible to slip up on it because it's so flat. Have you ever used a layout blind? Well, yes, we've got what we call now an X-blind, which is, is the, the Mad Max blind, which is very similar to what you're describing, and you literally can belly crawl up to a spot. if You know, let's say those gobblers will go over the, the rise just a little bit and allow you to crawl up on them. Uh, this, this Mad Max line will allow you to set it up. It's just in the shape of an X. You mm-hmm. put your gun in the middle, almost as a rest, yeah. and uh, you get by, you've got that front cover, and you get by with a lot of movement, and then we'll have a decoy out to the side, whether it's a strutter or a hen or whatever it may be, but uh, we've used them, and they've been extremely lethal for us. Okay. Now, going back, we're going to reference uh, King of the Spring for a second. Patterning your shotgun. Obviously, um, you, you lost a couple points there in the show, uh, you didn't get enough uh, pellets in, in the kill zone there. How important is that, Terry, to pattern your shotgun before you even step in the field? Well, it's extremely important. Important, And we do it each and every year. We go out and make sure their scopes are on and all that sort of thing. But it depends on your shot selection. Uh, Mark likes to shoot a number si- uh, sixes. Mm-hmm. I like to shoot fours and fives. Do you? Fours and fives will allow you to reach out there just a little bit further. Uh, the sixes kind of, you know, limits you just a little bit. But uh, typically, when we're videotaping, you know, we're going to try and get that bird within 25 or 30 yards anyway. Holy but cow. we have shot them at 50, 55, 60 <laughs> yards, which probably isn't recommended. But when it's a number four, number five, I know we've got the knockdown power. You bet. Now, the thing is, when you're out there, uh, you have already scouted. You kind of know where they're roosting at and possibly even roosted them the night before. Uh, how important to you is that scouting? die by roosting every single night. Uh, one of us will be out there scouting, whether it's Coondog or Chris Comstock or Mark. Somebody's always out there scouting in the evening, trying to get a bird to gobble so that we've got an idea of where we're heading the next morning. And we'll, we'll go to the extreme and to the efforts of finding out not, not only what tree he's roosted in, but what limb he's sitting on. Oh, wow. If we can get within 35, 40 yards or even 50 yards of that gobbler the next morning under the cover of darkness. You know, that's about half the battle. And we've had them fly the other direction, you know, uh, a lot of times. <laughs> but those moments whenever he's by himself and he hears that first hen on the ground or you're doing that soft tree helping, and then you do a fly-down tackle and then start to hit him just a little bit more aggressively with some old hen assemblies, uh, a lot of times he'll pitch out and come right into your position. It depends whether or not he's roosted with other hens. Now, I'm kind of getting off topic here for a second. One thing I want to touch on, because this is this can be sort of uh, uh, a heated issue with some people. You guys kind of live by 100% wild and 100% fair chase. What does that mean to you exactly? Well, we always have been, always will be. And we were so adamant about it, we went ahead and registered that trademark years ago. 100% wild, 100% fair chase, because back in the day, you know, and we don't have any issues with someone hunting inside of a enclosure. 
you know, everyone has their personal preference as far as how they mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah. experience they want and how they want to hunt. Yeah. And uh, that's what about, you know, that's what America is all about is those freedoms to make choices. Now, there's one choice that I didn't like, and, and that's when Mark didn't show you the respect you needed to let you win King of the Spring. I think that was a lousy choice on his part. You know what? He makes a lot of lousy choices. <laughs> i got to live with him. <laughs> you know, and I can, I can make up a lot of excuses, but at the end of the day, he won. And I'm, uh... You bet. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there, Terry. We've been talking with Terry Drury, and of course, he has... King of the Spring. That's right. Got to check him out online. One more time, though, if we want to find you online, Mr. Terry, we want to follow you on Facebook or fan you on Facebook, all that good stuff. Uh, Where do we have to go to do that, buddy? The easiest place is breweryoutdoors.com. That's the easiest place for And you'll you'll pull up our our journal, our website, our shopping cart. Everything's on our website. And uh, we appreciate everyone for listening. I want everybody to be safe out there. There's yep. not too many fatalities each and every year. Identify your target before making that shot. Good advice there. And the Jury Brothers, two of the finest men in the outdoors by far, and they have assembled one of the greatest teams ever. Well, hey, we're the Revolution. We're proudly brought to you by Outdoor Channel. Make sure you check them out at OutdoorChannel.com, plus Ram Trucks, RamTrucks.com, and Ruger at Ruger.com, and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com and Cabela's, world's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com. Mr. Terry, man, thank you so much for coming on today, buddy. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Great talking to you. Now, you too, man. Hey, coming up next is Will Brantley, and this guy, he knows a lot about turkey hunting. That's right. Once again, we are talking about uh, spring turkey hunting on today's show. Will Brantley is coming up next, but first, here's a word from Mark. Ram Trucks 1-2 Turkey Punch Factoid. During the National Wild Turkey Federation's nearly 40-year history, wild turkey populations have grown tremendously, more than tripling in number, from an estimated 1.9 million birds in 1973 to upwards of 7 million today. And 49 states, as well as several Canadian provinces in Mexico, now boast regulated turkey hunting seasons. Jim and Trav and their pursuit of the coveted spring gobbler will resume after this word from our sponsors. Look at the size of this mama. For round two. In Major League Fishing. You better find fish fast. One four of the world's top anglers are back for one more shot. You know, the pressure's on somebody that hasn't won. God! This is payback. You survive the pressure. In the boat. You leave with the challenge cut. <laughs> back in the ball game. Yeah. Jack Link's Major League Fishing. Catch the all-new Geico Challenge Cup coming April 4th, 9 p.m., 8 central. Get your popcorn ready. It's showtime. Only on Outdoor Channel. True to the core. To take it all head on. Channel the universe. Steer the satellites. Defy the elements. Roar past convention. Shift every course. Rewrite the roadmaps. Push beyond the possible. And bring the world to its knees. It takes the new 2013 Ram 1500, engineered to move heaven and earth. The road doesn't end here. This is only the beginning. Guts. Glory. Ram. Ram is a registered trademark of Chrysler Group, LLC. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Awesome. Here are the boys.
Hey, if you're just joining us before the break, we're here from old Terry Drury. Old Terry Springs. Yeah, T-Bird. A great show that just ended a little while ago on uh, Outdoor Channel. Great yeah. series. Got to check it out. Sponsored by Ram Trucks. Ram Trucks. Hey, what a dink we are, too. Yay. Uh, <laughs> uh, we are talking about spring turkey hunting on today's show. Now, this has nothing to do with spring turkey hunting. And Most I just, of the things I think we uh, so talk about cool. have nothing to do with spring, spring turkey, turkey hunting. Except for in today's show. Uh-huh. No, I, I have to say this because it's awesome. You'll never believe in like a billion trillion flat babbing years who just mentioned me on uh, Facebook. Uh, Jesse James from Monster Garage. He just no. got married again. Who? Uh, some drag racer lady. Who gives a crap? That's who. No, Kevin O'Connor. Kevin, I'm serious. Kevin O'Connor. Kevin O'Connor, he hosts uh, This Old House, Ask This Old House, uh, like the best of This Old House. Yeah, and this this was an email you got from him? No, he mentioned me on Facebook. He mentioned you on Facebook? Yeah, just out of the generosity of his own coolness heart. Did it say spam or something? Stop <laughs> it! You don't do that. I've been telling everybody. I'm so excited. He didn't even have to do anything. I mean, he just out of the blue mentioned me on Facebook. I thought that was really cool. I like him. Cool. <laughs> I hate it when you do that. <laughs> Anyways, we <laughs> let's get back to the show. We are talking about a spring turkey hunting on today's show. Uh, I'm excited. Don't take this. Don't cheapen it. (laughs) Don't cheapen it. It's a beautiful thing. (laughs) Uh, We are talking about spring turkey hunting on today's show. Uh, Real quick, some dates. We didn't even know this. In our own home state, uh, when is archery season only open for our turkeys? We got April 1st through the 9th. Uh, How about uh, youth and disabled? April 1st through the 9th. And then a regular season. Hey, this is a little different, though. It's April 10th through May 31st. Very generous season here in Kansas. It's a very liberal season. Yes. Uh, let's get to our interview because this isn't going so well. Anyways, uh, there's a brand new article in Filled in the Stream. It's called the Your Breakout Cobbler Season, and it is written by Will Brantley. I don't know why I did that. Anyways, Will, how's it going, buddy? Yeah, it was kind of dramatic. It was a little bit over the top. That's cool. <laughs> it kind of sucked, didn't it? <laughs> All right, so anyways, you know, like Jim said, uh, spring turkey season is pretty much upon us. In some part of this country, it has already started. You brought out some really good tips um, in this article in the current issue of Field in the Stream, actually. But one thing I want to point out real quick that's in this article that I thought was really interesting you said go deekless don't use a decoy now i thought that was really funny because everybody is pushing let's use decoys let's use anything we can they want to sell them yeah to be successful but really the best thing sometimes is just to get back to the basics isn't it well it can be yeah you know and and a lot of it depends on uh, the terrain you're hunting and the and the birds that you're setting up on um, you know, I was just in Florida last week hunting with Kelly Morris. Yeah. Um, and we were bow hunting down there. Oh, really? And, and uh, yeah, yeah, you know, we, uh, and, and killed a couple of turkeys. And, and for that kind of system, you know, you really couldn't have pulled that hunt off without the aid of those decoys. You just wouldn't have been able to get your bow drawn. You wouldn't have had that turkey standing there for a good shot. But, you know, the way that I grew up turkey hunting in, uh, in Kentucky, it was pretty hilly country. And, and the way that my, you know, that my dad kind of, you know, taught me from whenever I was little was, uh, you know, more of a, more of a run and gun style of hunting and, yeah. and actually just using the terrain to your advantage. If you mm-hmm. can get a little rise between you and a, and a gobbling turkey, um, so that, he cannot see where that hen is until he uh, until he sticks his head up over that rise and he's in gun range. Uh, you don't have to have a decoy, and I, you know I've killed a lot of turkeys, and and most of them have been killed using that system right there. It's uh, it's just woodsmanship is all it is. Yeah. Now, do you uh, normally use a bow when you hunt turkey, or do you use a shotgun? 
uh, really up until this spring, I had never uh, uh, never bow hunted a whole lot for for spring turkeys. But you know, like I said, I killed that one with Callie uh, mm-hmm. uh, last week, my Osceola, and, and actually finished my grand slam out with that bird. And um, it's a pretty cool thing. It's it's pretty satisfying to kill a kill a spring bird with a bow for sure. Yeah. Now, Will, before we go on with this, if we want to find out more about you, you're also the editor of Realtree's website. Uh, where can we find you online, buddy? Right, yeah, you can just uh, jump on Realtree.com. Um, that's that's their website, and uh, uh, so yeah, no, it's a, it's a good gig, and and you can find a lot of my work and and the work of a of a lot of really good outdoor communicators right there. Yeah, no, we've got uh, we've got a lot of uh, new people listening to the show. We picked up a lot of new stations, and uh, you know, talked about uh, being down in Florida last week hunting the Osceola. Now there are uh, four subspecies in the United States, and then if you want to count the Gould, uh, that's five. And then that oscillated one that really looks kind of strange and has a really strange sound down in Central America. But right. of all five or six, what is your favorite to go after? I know you right there in Kentucky, you're hunting the eastern bird, but do you have a favorite? Each one of them, I think, has its own characteristics that, you know, that, that separate it and make it special. But I guess day in and out, I, I prefer the eastern. That's just prejudice. That's yeah, what that's that right. is. Just because it's indigenous to where you're at, that's just wrong, Will. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I I, find, I take a great offense with your answer. You should now, take up sparrow hunting. Um, there's another thing I want to pull out in your article. It says cape a turkey. Sparrow hunting? <laughs> okay. Cape a turkey. Now, this is really interesting because everybody knows if you want a good mount, uh, it, you're going to pay a lot of money. And sure. you came up with a very simple but effective way to display the bird you just harvested. Kind of fill us in. It's only a four-step process. doesn't take very long, but it, you get a great result. You know, you can take a gobbler's cape and, that you know, those iridescent feathers on his back, that, mm-hmm. you know, that, that shine that he has when he's out strutting that, oh, yeah. you know, that everybody likes to see on a spring turkey. And you can actually... Just make a little incision right there at the base of his neck, right there where the feathers meet uh, uh, meet the back of his neck, mm-hmm. and just start peeling that skin away and kind of skin alongside uh, his body, yeah. uh, just above the wing butts, and roll it all the way back to his tail fan. Cut the tail fan off as you normally would, and then mm-hmm. kind of scrape the flesh off of it. you got to be real careful because the turkey's skin is really thin. Yep. You'll, you'll tear it up. But, Super thin. Um, and then just salt it down just like you would if you were going to dry out a normal tail fan. And, and the, you know, the result is, uh, you know, I, I think it's kind of kind of pretty, kind of neat to hang on the wall. So um, you hang that up there with the, with the beards and the spurs, and it, you know, kind of gives you uh, something a little different. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Will Brantley, and of course, he's the editor for the online magazine for Realtree. Once again, i got to check out his uh, article, <clears throat> excuse me, Your Breakout Gobbler Season. It is in the current issue of Field and Stream. Some awesome uh, nuggets to be found in this article. Once again, Your Breakout Gobbler Season by Will Brantley. Well, hey, we're the revolution. We're proudly brought to you by Outdoor Channel. Make sure you check them out at OutdoorChannel.com plus Ram Trucks, RamTrucks.com and Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com plus Cabela's, world's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com. Mr. Wheelman, this has been so much fun. Thank you for coming on, buddy. I thank y'all for having me. You bet. All right, well, stick around because coming up next, we've got a lot more spring turkey hunting to talk about, and we're going to hear from, I think, outdoor writer M.D. Johnson. All right, stick around. M.D. Johnson, outdoor writer, coming up next. But first, here's a word from Mark. 
Ram Trucks 1-2 Turkey Punch Factoid. The oscillated turkey gets its name from the vibrant eye-shaped spot near the end of each tail feather. The Latin word for eye is oculus, forming oscillated. Its similarities to the North American wild turkey are it sings, it displays itself for females, and roosts in trees. How they differ from the North American wild turkey, they don't have beards, they don't gobble, and they look more like a peacock than a turkey. And they aren't as aggressive. More revolution spring turkey tips from the boys right after this. Outdoor Channel, the leader in outdoor television for 20 years, has talent you can't see anywhere else. Follow experts like Jim Shockey, Ted Nugent, Michael Waddell, Lee and Tiffany, and more as they take you inside the lifestyle, around the world, and into the tree stands. We're celebrating 20 years of raw television, rugged adventure, and heritage. And it's only on Outdoor Channel, true to the core. Get it today. Call 855-44-OUTDOOR. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. The Ruger 1022 Takedown. A new take on the legendary Ruger 1022. With all of the features and functionality of America's favorite rimfire rifle, the Ruger 1022 Takedown easily separates for convenient storage and transportation. Reassembly is simple and returns the rifle to zero, ensuring precision shot after shot. Packed in a backpack-style bag included with the rifle, the Ruger 1022 Takedown makes it easy to keep America's favorite rimfire by your side. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Hey, hey. This is The Revolution. Here they are. With Jim and Trav. All right, we're backing on today's show. We are talking about spring turkey hunting. Who was before the break? Phone lines are open, though. 785-846-7647. Uh, Will Brantley, and he was telling us about your breakout gobbler season, an article uh, he actually just wrote in the, the current issue of Field April and Stream. Issue. The April issue. It's a pretty good issue. I've been talking about it a lot. Thank you, Field and Stream. Um, but i got to tell you guys a story. And it's a story of a man, his mustache, and a pair of Crocs. <laughs> uh, pretty interesting story, though. Um, Jim, he's always wearing weird things, but he has a sick obsession with Crocs, and I hate Crocs. I just I despise everything about them. That's pe- a Croc. And people that wear them. And so he actually went out and bought a leather pair of Crocs. I bought them at Cabela's up in Sydney, Nebraska. They're just ugly. Well, but anyways, the ugly they're covered in bl- they're covered in blood. And why are they covered in blood? Because I skinned your deer for you last year. Why did you wear Crocs to skin a deer? I mean, you know you had blood all over your feet. I, I like the look. <laughs> why do you have blood on the bottom of your sock? I borrowed your knife and cut my toe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Put, pull your sock out again. You have blood everywhere. I cut my toe. I dropped it and it cut my toe. Are you serious? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right, right now, we're we're being joined by full-time freelance writer M.D. Johnson. He's got a brand-new article once again in Field and Stream. 
and it is called Bowl Games. We're going to talk about fields in the stream a lot in today's show. Uh, once again, Spring Turkey Hunting MD, how's it going, buddy? Very, very good, gentlemen. I'll tell you what, it'll be going even better once we get rid of this snow and it actually becomes spring. Yeah, what is up with this crap? I don't know. You know, Al Gore moved in next door. Maybe it's his fault. <laughs> um, you know, it's rain, it's snow, it's rain, it's snow, and... and St. Patty's Day last year, guys, it was 81 degrees here in Iowa. This year it was 8. I mean, what's up with that? That's just an inconvenient truth right there. (laughs) 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 All right, so um, you got this article. I think it's really interesting, okay? Well written, by the way. Yeah, if if things, if the turkeys are a little call shy, things go quiet, you can always kind of set up shop at the the local Dust Bowl for turkeys. Uh, Kind of fill us in about this, buddy. Well, I'll tell you what, fellas, last year, we've done this over the years, um, where we find this sign, we find these dust bowls at full tracks, full strut marks, droppings, feathers, in a pasture field where a couple little erosion cuts, water water cuts came together. Every time we'd walk through there, there'd be a couple of hens. Last day of the season, there were three gobblers in there rolling around. Oh, wow. So we just kind of put two and two together, uh, to use the cliche great place. This place, unfortunately, didn't have any place to sit nearby, so you throw a pop-up line, you get comfortable, you take your iPad, you take your book, you take your peanut butter and jelly sandwich, <laughs> and you sit there real quiet, a couple of decoys, as I said in the article, a couple of decoys. Yeah, You can even throw a, a decoy in the dust hole on its side, like a hen's there rolling around and really? next to it. Yeah, it, I mean, if it falls over or you throw it and it falls over, all the better, because that's what turkeys <laughs> look like when they're doing that. Um, Plan to spend some time. I mean, it may happen quick. It may take two, three hours, but that's why you get comfortable. You settle back. Um, it can be a really, really great technique, and a lot of guys don't think of it. They see the sign, but they ignore the sign. You now, is it possible to, uh, uh, in a situation like that, with, say you're in an open field and they like to be on like tops of hills for some reason, uh, maybe because they can see much further, but uh, say you've got some dust bowls out there, could you actually set up a trail cam and maybe uh, – Find the times that they visit these places? Um, I don't know. I know turkeys can be very, very patternable, mm-hmm. have routines just like big whitetails. Yeah. But are they going to be that strict? Gut feeling says no. Um, mm-hmm. However, let's see. Have I been wrong before? Yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> so, you know, it never hurts to try. <laughs> I like how honest you are. I feel like this is a real interview, MD. <laughs> now, okay. Um, you know, a, a few years ago, I was uh, hunting the Governor's Open here in Kansas. and uh, little name drop there. Yeah, there you go. And, <laughs> there you uh, go. <laughs> but what happened was, uh, everybody says that the turkey sense of smell is, like, non-existent or very, very, very uh, slight. But nevertheless, when that turkey, when that big gobbler got in line with me, out there in the in the pasture, I mean, he just froze. And I just wonder, what do you think about using some type of scent control uh, to be able to, you know, slip up on one of them, especially if the wind is not in your favor? Well, I'll tell you, boss. Number one, maybe you really need to reevaluate your personal hygiene. <laughs> you know, there thank is that. you. <laughs> um, you know, here's here's what I've said, fellas, in the past as far as scent elimination, scent control, and turkey. Yeah. Number one, and it's a cliche, if turkeys could smell like whitetails or bears or hogs, we'd never kill one. I, oh, yeah. I'd never kill one, not with a shotgun. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at it this way. What we tell folks, Julie and I tell folks, if it makes you feel better, if it elevates your level of confidence, whether it's call, whether it's a gun camouflage, whether it's scent elimination clothing, whether it's 
you know, a propeller beanie. I don't care what it is. <laughs> um, if it helps you psychologically, by all means, do it. Yeah, it would help me if Jim paid more attention to his hygiene. <laughs> this has been handy. Without Phil the Stream, we would have no good information no for today's show. show. But anyways, <laughs> uh, to find out more about you, MD, your writings, everything that you have going on, possibly get some tips from you, buddy. Uh, where can we find you online? Uh, MJOutdoors.com. MD and Julie at att.net. Don't be shy about dropping an email. Love to talk turkeys. We started doing it a couple days ago. Uh, seminar for several folks down in southern Iowa. Really? It'll be just nonstop from, from here until the end of May. That's right. Once again, MD Johnson, him and his wife, they are the couple with the most information when it comes to turkey hunting. Well, hey, we're the Revolution. We're proudly brought to you by Outdoor Channel. Make sure you swing by, check them out, outdoorchannel.com forward slash revolution. You can listen to our show there if you want. Uh, plus Ram Trucks, ramtrucks.com and Ruger at Ruger.com. And High Mountain Seasonings, that is H-I-M-P-N-Jerky.com. Plus Zeiss at Zeiss.com forward slash sports. MD, man, this has been very informational, buddy. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Well, thank you, fellas. You all have a good spring. All right. Hey, coming up next, we've got Lawrence Pine. And he has an article called Tom's by Satellite Using a GPS to be able to find your birds. Yeah, pretty interesting information. Anyways, uh, Jim and his bloody toe, we will return <laughs> after this. But first, got to get to a tip uh, for Mark. We'll see you after this. I hope it includes Band-Aids. Ram Trucks One Two Turkey Punch Tip. Top turkey hunters use a variety of calls when in the woods, but for many, their go-to call is almost always a good diaphragm. And while some hunters struggle to learn how to use them properly, it's important they figure it out. A mouth call provides hands-free calling when a turkey is in close, as well as the widest range of sounds, tones, and volume. They're also inexpensive and take up little space, so you can carry several to deliver that exact sound that will get a tom gobbling. Hey, we've got to get to a break but more spring turkey action to come when it comes to camping i like to relax but i was getting stressed about camp cooking then i discovered the camp chef portable outdoor oven this junior sized oven works with a small propane bottle and is perfect for family camping trips with a matchless ignition heating up to 400 degrees and space to put a 9 by 13 inch pan i can cook cinnamon rolls for breakfast casseroles for dinner and pie for dessert Look for the portable outdoor oven at a store near you or online at campchef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. Hunting from a tree is good, but hunting from inside a tree is better. The Tree Blind from Nature Blinds is the most realistic hunting blind on the planet. It fools animals and looks great on your property, too. Visit natureblinds.com for details. Get ready. Look at the size of this mama. For round two. In Major League Fishing. You better find fish fast. One four of the world's top anglers are back for one more shot. You know, the pressure's on somebody that hasn't won. God! This is payback. You survive the pressure. In the boat. You leave with the challenge cut. <laughs> back in the ballgame. Jack Link's Major League Fishing. Catch the all-new Geico Challenge Cup coming April 4th, 9 p.m., 8 central. Get your popcorn ready. It's showtime. Only on Outdoor Channel. True to the core. Stay invisible in the field. Rely on Camoform to protect and conceal your gear and your gun. Flexible and reusable with no sticky residue. See all 14 popular patterns and find a dealer near you at Camoform.us. Patterns patterns of our society are being disrupted. You're listening to the revolution. Raising to a new level. Now, here's Jim and Trav. 
And if you're just joining us, you missed old M.D. Johnson, and he's talking about spring turkey hunting. I got to say, uh, big shout out to Phil the Stream. They have given us all it's the a information. Great publication, you know that? Yeah, it's really easy to steal their information and just to <laughs> use it for yourself. But you know, if you're being honest, is it really stealing? Uh, it's more or less taking. Um, you know, we are talking That's about sharing. Sharing. We are talking about uh, spring turkey hunting. Before the, did you say who's on before? Yeah, M.D. Johnson was yeah, on before. Great outdoor writer. Um, Talk about the Dust Bowl. I got a couple facts. What's that? Okay, about wild turkeys. This is interesting. 10 to 20% of hens have beards. My mother-in-law falls in that category. <laughs> She's a very hairy woman. Super unattractive. Um, how about wild turkeys have excellent vision during the day, but did you know, Jimmy, not so well at night? I didn't know that. How about this one? Uh, they're extremely mobile. They can run up to 25 miles per hour. Uh-huh. And they can fly at speeds of up to 55 miles per hour. That's if they don't have bombs. Here's another one that for you. That is a new drone, by the way. <laughs> Hens lay a clutch of up to 10 to 12 eggs during a two-week period, usually laying one egg per day. She will incubate her eggs for about 28 days, occasionally turning and rearranging them until they are ready to hatch. Right next to the bacon and sausage. <laughs> <laughs> What's that sizzling? That's your little brother. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, once again, we are being joined, I don't know, once again, maybe we didn't say it, but by Lawrence Pine, and he is an outdoor writer as well. I'm going to pull up this article. Infield and stream. Infield and stream. Let it, me find it. It's an April it. issue, 2013. Right. Now, here it is. He's got a brand new article in here called uh, Tom's by Satellite. I got to read this first sentence right here, okay? My handheld GPS kills gobblers. That is catchy. He can throw it far. Yeah, Mr. Lawrence, man, uh, how's it going, buddy? I'm well. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing just fine. What do you do? Throw it at it or yeah, what? I, what do you do with this GPS? I mean, this is well, such a I, great I, article. It's a bit of poetic license. But, um, <laughs> you know, like a lot of folks, I carry a GPS these days. Yeah. I am, uh, I'm an old school run and gun hunter, and I like to cover ground efficiently. I like to know how to get back to spots that I find along the way. You know, you might find a great spot to hang a bow stand in the fall while you're turkey hunting and so I've carried a GPS for years. You know, a lot of folks, they think of GPS units as just finding the truck at the end of the day. Yeah, that's me. That, that's scratching the tip of the proverbial iceberg. Yeah. A lot of units, they have the ability to project a waypoint, mm-hmm. which is to say create a waypoint for a spot you've never been. And I use that a lot when I'm turkey hunting, when I've got a bird that's, that's gobbling, that's answering I don't like where my setup is, or I need to move on that bird. I need to cut ground on it. I need to get around an obstacle. And I'll project the waypoint on that bird. You, you basically take a line of sight and your best guesstimate of distance, which with a little practice you can get pretty good at, and uh, you create a waypoint for it. But you, you know, before GPSs and stuff, everybody's done this type of tactic, whether you're deer hunting, elk hunting, whatever. And it's never how you think it is. The trend, you think, well, I get around this knoll. I'm sure there's something there. And it's never that way. But when you have the GPS and you can actually see uh, the terrain and and what you're facing, it's kind of a surefire way of achieving uh, what you set out to do. And a heart attack. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, you certainly hit on it with the terrain and today's GPS is where, you know, you can download aerial imagery where, you know, not only can you see where you expect that bird to be, you can see what terrain features or vegetation features you have to, you know, to help you close ground on it. Um, I use it a lot when I'm hunting in the Midwest. I was out in Kansas and Nebraska last fall and 
you know, you got a lot of those little timbered creek bottoms and yeah. great big old fields and mm-hmm. gobblers that will, you know, will certainly answer you, but, um, you know, you're a quarter mile away across some open ground and they're not going to trot across it. So you have to close the ground and a GPS is just a great asset for doing that. Yeah. Now is turkey hunting really big? I know you have turkeys there, but I mean, a, a lot of people go out. I know here in Kansas, we have a governor's open that really kind of kicks things off. Uh, do you have something like that up there? We do not have uh, anything equivalent to what you see in states like Kansas. It is a big sport. I mean, turkeys in Vermont now are are second only to white-tailed deer in popularity. The growth of our turkey flock, not not just here in Vermont, but you know across northern New England, exceeded anyone's expectations when when the birds were reintroduced 40 years ago. The hope was they'd hang on in some of the southern river valleys and. We have them statewide. We have them. I hunt places for turkeys where you'll see black bear, you'll see moose, you know, you'll see boreal forest species, and you'll see wild turkeys. And the same is true in Maine. And it's, you know, to say that turkeys have uh, exceeded expectations would, would be a pretty big understatement. Mm. One time I saw a bear eat a turkey, then the moose gored the bear. It was a, it was a terrible. <laughs> it was a tough day. It was hard to describe. Now going back to uh, using GPSs real quick for uh, hunting turkeys, uh, you reference a couple models here. For instance, the Garmin uh, Montana 600 series. Now, w- what's that going to run us? What's that going to set us back, buddy? That is a premium model. Yeah, it's like the that's, best. That's probably in the neighborhood of, depending on what what it comes with in terms of preloaded maps. Um, you know, you're looking at probably somewhere around 500 bucks. Jim uses a GPS more than he wears pants. That's it. Jim uses them all the time. You got to see where <laughs> I put it. <laughs> well, you know, again, as I was saying earlier, a lot of people think a GPS is just for knuckleheads who can't find the truck at the end of the day. <laughs> it's true. Hey, we're going to have to leave it there. We've been talking with Lawrence Pine. Of course, this guy knows everything about turkey hunting. Yeah, once again, we've been talking about his great article, Tom's by Satellite. They're in uh, the current issue of Field the Stream. Jim and I actually own Field and Stream publication. Yeah. Uh, this is our magazine. Just bought uh, yesterday. Lawrence, thank you so much for writing for us. <laughs> but now, if we want to find out more about you, buddy, everything you do, uh, where do we have to head to online to do that? I'm a troglodyte. I don't have a Facebook page. <laughs> I don't have a website. You outcast. Hey, well, throw, <laughs> throw out your coordinates then. <laughs> yeah, where, where can we find you? <laughs> well, people, people can reach me. I mean, the, the email I use in my, my newspaper tagline is pineoutdoors at storm.net. Nice. Yeah, mine would be pining for the outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, hey, we're the revolution. We're proudly brought to you by Outdoor Channel. Make sure you swing them by and check them out. You can also check us out, outdoorchannel.com forward slash revolution. How about Ram Trucks? Ramtrucks.com and Ruger at Ruger.com. And High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com plus Zeiss at Zeiss.com forward slash sports. Mr. Lawrence, man, this has been very informational. You definitely gave us a lot of things to think about. Thank you so much for coming on, buddy. Hey, my pleasure. Have a great spring. All right, you too. Hey, come on, Nick. You're not going to believe this. We got old Chance North. He is a turkey. Knows a lot about the stuff. He does. Right after this. Unless he dies during yes. the break. Then we'll just have somebody. He's easily replaced. Well, he's right next to the bacon and uh, sausage. <laughs> That's right. Uh, anyways, uh, Chance North, Unpro, coming up next. But here's another uh, word for Mark. 
Ram Trucks 1-2 Turkey Punch Tip. Don't lose focus when it's quiet. Jakes do strut and gobble, but they're less likely than a dormant tom to show off, especially later in the breeding season when they've been whooped on by big toms. If you don't hear any gobbling anywhere, don't assume there aren't any turkeys around. So the 2013 Spring Thunder Chicken Showdown is officially on, and there's more coverage to come following this break. Zeiss and Hornady teamed up for a simple and intuitive new shooting concept, Conquest Superformance. Just select Hornady Superformance, match with one of the Zeiss Conquest Superformance rifle scopes with Rapid Z Ballistic Reticle, zero rifle at 200 yards, play scope on maximum power, and use the reticle's holdover bars to hit targets at extended distances. It's never been easier. Check out Zeiss.com sports. Who's watching your home when you're not there? It could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in when they think no one is home, and no one will stop them. Don't be an easy target for intruders. Protect your home with a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security. Pick up your phone right now and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Just call Protect Your Home, your authorized ADT dealer, at 1-866-669-8954. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. Call 1-866-669-8954. $99 installation charge, 36-month monitoring agreement at $35.99 per month. Call for terms and conditions to this offer and protect your home license numbers. Call now, 1-866-669-8954. That's 1-866-669-8954. Look, it's coming! This is the revolution with Jim and Trav. Evident in every metropolitan area. You're back in the air with Jim and Trav, and the phone lines are open at 785-846-7647. Trav, we're talking about spring turkey hunting. Yeah, we are talking about spring turkey hunting. Uh, before the break, though, we just uh, talked to outdoor rider uh, Lawrence Pine talking about uh, pining for turkeys. Pining for turkeys? <laughs> no, using your GPS. <laughs> Anyways, uh, right now we got Mr. Uh, Chance Orth on the line. He is the head on pro guy. Uh, Chance, how's it going, buddy? Doing great, doing great. Now, before we get into this, uh, this past weekend up there in Wisconsin, you actually went on a little upland hunt, kind of getting ready uh, for spring turkey season. I know it doesn't seem like spring in Wisconsin right now, uh, but how'd you do on that hunt, man? No, it sure doesn't. You know, we're still dealing with three feet of snow up here. Oh, but yeah, I just massacred the birds <laughs> this weekend. Now you're—he he ran into the pen. So yeah, he ran right into the pen, killed yes, all the I birds. Hundred bucks and just let me loose in the pheasant pen. <laughs> he, he drove his Subaru in there. Uh, now, when did? That's controlled shooting. Is our controlled shooting open here still? Yeah, still till uh, actually Sunday. Oh, is it really? Yeah. And so obviously your controlled uh, shooting is still open. Uh, how'd you guys do, though? Well, like I said, I, I come home with four pheasants, um, but I got a piece of everyone that got in the air. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe 20 if I would have been out there alone. <laughs> that's not too bad. You know, I, four in a day, and though. That's not, and that's not counting the uh, birds that I poached. <laughs> You had to have a big pot, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I did. Uh, Anyway, so Um, let's get to more illegal activity. But, yeah, I was doing some research on the turkeys. You know, there are a couple of questions that, and and perhaps you guys know, but things I don't particularly understand about turkeys, and I've always kind of wondered. First, why they don't have feathers on their head. 
Now, this is something that's unique to turkeys, mm. and and what's the other bird that comes to mind? The vulture. Vulture, yes. Right. Of course, so you've heard of a turkey vulture, vulture. They have a good. They have a good reason not to have feathers on their head. Why because is that? Of all the blood. Yeah, exactly. To to limit the amount of uh, bacteria. bacteria and and uh, so forth that habitate on their head. Holy cow! Uh, but what? Why? Is it that a turkey doesn't have feathers on their head? And, and and this is something that I've really been looking for an answer to and cannot find. Uh, because they rub their heads on trees. Oh. <laughs> Chance does that, and he has hair. But yeah, it's no, true. <laughs> I, I do not know that. Yeah. Why Why is their, their skin sometimes bluish color and turns to red? Well, they only do that, that when... They're... That is answerable. That, yeah. I guess... Uh, I mean, I, I don't know the actual biological function, but they it turns different colors depending on the stimulus. Like, yeah, uh, if they're excited, it turns blue. If they're aggressive, it turns red. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, kind of a grayish, dull color, right? Exactly, yeah. Mm. Either way, just ugly. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's another one you got, man? Well, uh, I was reading about the gizzard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just amazing. You know, you shoot a you know, fresh bird. Yeah. Uh, and, and you can see often the acorns in the gizzard. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with a lot of birds, but <clears throat> you see the acorn in the gizzard and you just, it, it, it kind of, uh, surprises you how they're able to digest these, mm-hmm. um, hard nuts. Yeah. And, uh, the truth is that they've done some kind of sadistic, uh, scientific tests on <laughs> wild turkeys. Really? And, and fed them things like glass, wood. What? Metal, yeah. Are you serious? No, that it's really true. It is, it, that's it has in, happened. That's inhumane. So they pulverize. They can pulverize glass and so forth, and and actually, you know, not really be harmed by it. Um, <laughs> but what was most impressive was they they fed turkeys these metal tubes, mm-hmm. and after uh, thirty hours, they had just crushed and pulverized these. Metal tubes. No way. That an independent test took over 437 pounds of pressure. Oh to my crush. gosh. Wow. Really? And here we yeah. go and order gizzards at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty amazing organ. <laughs> that is, that, that's incredible. I mean, the, obviously, the, the study sounds very inhumane. But um, that's incredible, though. Wow. I, I yeah. got to tell you a, a really kind of a funny story. Uh, I always hunted with my cousin when I was a kid. And so we kind of separated after high school and so forth. He called me up one night and he said, I shot a big eight point buck. Okay. But he thought there was something wrong with it. See, we always hunted pheasants and so forth. And when we clean, of course, we always save the gizzard. And so when he field dressed this buck, he called me up and he says, there's something wrong with this thing. I said, why? He says, it doesn't have a gizzard. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> and he actually meant it. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, something wrong with me then, too. Yeah, I, I told him to look on the other side of the crop. Yeah, you should uh, pull that one on Orion. Yeah. <laughs> it's also missing a swim bladder. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that is crazy, right. man. That's very informational. Do you have anything else real quick? Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Well, the uh, last thing, something I never knew, and it seemed like I should, a group of turkeys is called a rafter. Rafter, huh? You don't say you don't say a flock of turkeys. It's it's a rafter. Like in your house, rafters. How do you spell that? R A F T E R. Exactly. Yeah. I've never heard of that before. Never have either. 
You know, know there's so gaggles it's a murder of, of crows and a rafter of turkeys. A gaggle of geese. Heard of gaggle of geese z- and a uh, zebra. I was, a bunch of drunk guys. <laughs> Sounds that, like a party to me. That right there is a plug for unpro. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. All right, we don't want to exclude women, though. You can be an unpro woman. We're actually looking for some recruits. Yeah, that's recruits. true. No, we welcome the ladies. Yes. Actually, actually uh, Chance is looking for an unpro woman. He's looking for an unpro woman. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> and the professional women get you in trouble. Um, yeah, no, I'm accepting applications, ladies. <laughs> All right, so to find out more about unpro Interesting knowledge that you Unpro Boys have. Uh, where can we find you guys online, man? Yeah, check us out at www.unprofishing.com for our videos. You can like us at on Facebook at the Unprofessional Fisherman, and check us out on Twitter at Unpro Fishing. That's amazing, man. You well, hey, we're the Revolution. We're proudly brought to you by Outdoor Channel. Make sure you check them out at OutdoorChannel.com plus Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com and Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. At HIMTNJerky.com. Mr. Chance, as always, buddy, we greatly appreciate you. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, guys. Ram Trucks 1 2 Turkey Punch Factoid. There are only two species of wild turkey in the world one, the oscillated, and the second is the North American wild turkey, which is divided into five distinct subspecies the Eastern, Osceola, Rio Grande, Miriams, and the Goulds. Remember, if you have any turkey tips or questions, you can always hit up Jim and Trav at radio at outdoortrailsnetwork.com. Two men who live, eat, breathe the outdoors. Hey, we want to give a special thanks to all of our 419 affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer Mark Paneri, Frank the Sound Guy, Terry Drury, Will Brantley, M.D. Johnson, Lawrence Pine, and Chance Orr. And I know that turkey season, once again, it's pretty much opened up everywhere. Not everywhere. A lot of places. Yeah. In, in more places. It's going to be Alaska. It's not open. It's going to open up real late in Alaska. No, it's never too late to get out. Start doing some scouting. Uh, get some kids involved in the outdoors. Turkey hunting is a lot of fun. Make sure you take some kids with you and uh ram trucks and outdoor channel think you should do that and so did gemini anyways we wrote us and said that yes we love you boys and girls stay safe make sure you get outdoors this weekend and stick around because your local news weather it is coming up next god bless you boys and girls peace talk to you next week
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.